0: Bill, I've been trying to find different ways to uh, promote Wacky Poem Life, and I got on Reddit the other day. Have you ever been on Reddit?
1: Reddit is, is that something I read?
0: Reddit, I, I've already I, done Reddit. It's just a lot of stuff right. on there, and I answered some questions in a podcast forum, and I said a little bit about us, and I immediately got these emails like, "Bang, bang, bang! Your comment, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> your comment has been deleted. Your comment is, you know, your post has been deleted. It's all self-promotion." Oh, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Like, but isn't isn't the act of living self promotion? Pretty much. That's Pretty what much. I think. There we go. Yeah, right. you're out there every day and just like I'm living and promoting putting and it out there. Being alive. Putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are putting Here it we, out there.
1: Yeah, you know that this is uh know a Cinco. Cinco. Uno dos, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Episode
0: five, folks.
1: Yes. Episode five. Yeah. The
0: dawn of you is yeah. what I'm calling it. The dawn of you, the
1: dawn of the morning after Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. I suppose. So, yeah. yeah,
0: we're recording on the Friday after Thanksgiving.
1: Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Black Friday. Which I don't celebrate because I don't like to get out there and get trampled, and you know, for a ten dollars television or whatever. I don't. I either. just don't do it. I don't yeah. either. Yeah.
0: So we're here on Wacky Poem Life. Just re, uh, just a reminder: this is the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry podcast, and we like to talk about a a poem that has been written by someone anonymously. Usually, occasionally people put their names on it, but left in the museum, and we just pick one each week and and talk about it.
1: Right. And of course, uh, I I was considering myself, you know, uh, you're a master poet, and I was considering myself, you know, like the, uh, there's that scene from this uh, Fantasia where there's uh, Mickey and he's the apprentice, the sorcerer's apprentice. So I I, I think I consider myself the poet's apprentice. (laughs) That's how I'm going to introduce myself. You know, you're the director and the the curator of this museum, and you're a published author, and this and that, and that's, it sounds so amazing, but I'm going (laughs) to announce myself as. The Poet's Apprentice. There
0: you go, Bill. There we go. I'll let I'll let you do that. Oh, okay. Am I am I Mickey Mouse?
1: No, you're not Mickey. No, you're the you're the sorcerer. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm more Mickey Mouse with a little, little pail of water trying to throw at the, you know, at the at whatever he's throwing it at. Oh, in the scene. I see. I right. see. I see how it is. <laughs>
0: right. Right. That's right. This um this week's poem was written with a red felt t- uh, felt tip. <laughs> Red felt tip I pen. Knew what you were t- I knew what
1: you meant. I knew what you meant. <laughs> I got
0: it on a on a little piece of note paper, one of those little spiral notebooks, you know, that people used to have, and I don't even know if they make them anymore. Not spiral, but the little binder thing. Right,
1: with holes for the for the trapper keepers. Yeah. Am I dating myself, well, trapper yeah. keeper? Okay. Yeah, but
0: it's a, the tiny version. T- okay. All okay. Right. I well, see. I, all right. Well, I'll just get over that. Nobody cares about the size oh. of this paper.
1: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you are kind of a you you are kind of a if it paper ephemera, kind of a gal. oh my gosh, you I know, love paper. notebooks and binders yes. and everything ephemera related. Yes, right.
0: Yes, I love paper. That's one of the reasons why I love going in the museum after people have been there and looking at what they've written on all the little pieces of paper yeah, everywhere. and what
1: they've touched and put their thoughts on. Mm-hmm. Kind of amazing. Yeah. Well, shall I read this? Yes. Okay. Yes, please. I don't know the title, but I'm going to read it. Um, this is actually a very it
0: doesn't have a title it doesn't on have, it. it's
1: it's it's, mm-hmm. ti- it's untitled so mm-hmm. we we'll, we can come up with our own title but it goes like this i could see the dawn of you forever when i blink sometimes when i think and i forget i'm thinking i find myself thinking of you yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, and I, I, I'm just wondering how this seems very spontaneous to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, it looks like it was. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how much forethought went into this, but it's a uh, kind of a window within a window kind of a uh, uh, poem, in my opinion. It opens one window, opens another window. What are? Do you, oh, that's or, neat. Is yeah. That, you know, thinking
0: about it like that. Yeah. Well, because and and you said it opens one window and then it opens another. It's it is. Actually divided into two stanzas, you know, even though it doesn't have a title, it only has one piece of punctuation, there's a comma down there, but it is divided into two stanzas, so I think we are supposed to see those as two separate types of thought. I could see the dawn of you forever when I blink, and then, you know, then there's a space, so we have another stanza. Right. Sometimes when I think, and I forget I'm thinking, I find myself thinking of you. And I that, lied. There's other punctuation. There's parentheses in there. I
1: I, I, I saw the. I, I was hoping that was a parenthesis, not an I. I you know, I sort of took the liberty of uh, assuming that was a parenthesis. Yes, those you are know.
0: parentheses. That's kind of interesting too, isn't it?
1: Right. It's it's sort of like an inner thought within this poem. Parentheses, mm-hmm. like you know. Uh, and by the way,
0: mm-hmm. um, uh, I love parentheses. I love I the. Too. I love the by the way, and the whole. So the whole second stanza is in parentheses. Or, parenthesis. Parentheses. Okay. Parenthesis? Parenthesis.
1: What's to a plural? Uh, I think
0: parenthesis. 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 That, I, sound,
1: that sounds good to me. Forget it. I yeah. don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll look it up later.
1: <laughs> will someone let us know? Somebody you will message free. us and Absolutely. tell us if we've
0: got something right or we've got something wrong. The only message is really if we've got something right.
1: Okay, okay. I see. <laughs> okay. Forget it right. Let us I don't know. I like
0: to be corrected even when I'm wrong.
1: Oh, I know. It annoys me. The older I get, the more annoying I get. You know? yeah. Unless you write, put it in a bill or something yeah. with a large nomination. So
0: I just immediately uh, d- deleted myself from Reddit because you know, they got onto me about being self promotion.
1: Well, Reddit and Instagram and tweet—I'm tweet not yeah, uh, tweeting these things. Are thing you know that people ask me? Do you tweet? I'm like n- not since I was young. Have Arri- I tweeted. Right? You know, t-tree, I love birds, t-tree. but I have not tweeted. I'm not a tweeter. I'm not a redditor. <laughs> I'm barely a Facebooker. I guess is or a meta a err now whatever they call it. But I'm just not all that hip.
0: You I know, know. I know. And I feel like I feel like more people need to be listening to us. And thank you, listeners who are. But please share. Yeah, and, and get it, get it out there oh, for us.
1: We live for feedback. That'd be wonderful. You, you know, know what? We need, we need some merch. Some mer- we do need some merch.
0: This is what they talk about on the other podcasts. The merch. You know? yeah. Right. Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. WPL merch. We need to come up with our little uh, icons, a little, uh, um, you know, sort of like a little graphic of my head and your head. Uh-huh. little Like little, little heads on the on the T-shirt, you know. <laughs> Bill and Sean. Under Wacky Poem Life. Wacky Poem Life. I didn't choose yeah.
0: Poem Life. Poem Life chose poem, me.
1: He chose me. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, had no, I had no choice. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of poems. Okay. Back to this one. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> well, what I was thinking is... Um, what I was noticing, uh, as far as like, uh, it seems like a dream within a dream. Okay. For example, um, um, I could see the dawn of you forever when I blink. Now, I thought forever, for, to me, is a pretty long span of time, and blinking, <laughs> blinking is it's sort of long, blinking yeah. is just uh, in the s- split second. Forever and blink in one sentence, I thought was really quite uh, that is kind I thought that was quite unique and I thought there's something here there's yeah. something here
0: Do you know how many times we blink in a minute?
1: Uh 62 uh, 15 to 20 Well, okay. <laughs> I guess I, so I that's when you have something in your eyes when you 62 blink 62 is
0: an interesting number 62 Yeah,
1: yeah. And also Sean mm-hmm. um uh I sometimes when I think and I forget okay think and forget Mm -hmm. thinking and forgetting Mm -hmm. uh, to me seems like a a contrast as well sometimes when i think i i i I conjure up or i i'm cognizant of something thinking and then erasing to me that seemed like again a juxtaposition Mm -hmm. and i hope i'm not overthinking because i am the poet's (laughs) apprentice but i just found this kind of fascinating are you
0: overthinking about thinking
1: i'm overthinking about thinking Uh As a matter of fact that you know, I have other things to discuss about that with you and after we discuss this poem because I want to make sure that I'm not in another parallel universe, <laughs> at parallel, this, at this parallel
0: moment. to this one,
1: parallel to this one,
0: parallel to the poem life,
1: to the poem to to pa- life in itself, parallel, life,
0: uh, parallel to any kind of you life. Know, I, are you promoting yourself? Too, in that much, ma- other life?
1: too, too much matrix uh, <laughs> theory going on here, <laughs> but I just think it's I, really cool. This poem is, is really cool. It
0: is, and um, and you're and you're talking a lot about the second stanza that's all about thinking, and um, I, it's. There's a lot going on in that paragraph, of course, and i I like how it does switch from the external of seeing, you know, of the visual. I right. see the yes. dawn of you right, and then we go immediately into the the internal. And it's so internal, it's even in parentheses.
1: That's right. So it's, it's really cool. personal. It's in parentheses. Yeah.
0: Yes. And the mm-hmm. word that's repeated the most in the poem is I. The I. word I is repeated six times. I as in me, right. You know, right. that I. So even though it pretends to be a poem about someone else, this person who they apparently have loved or lost, I don't know, the dawn of you, whoever you are. Um, it is definitely about this person this persona's well, internal Feelings.
1: I thought so too, and whomever the object of this poem is, the person is obviously um, this. Whoever wrote this poem is thinking very heavily about this person in a very mm-hmm. m- melancholy, uh, melancholy way. Mm-hmm. Melancholic way.
0: But the, even that phrase, "the dawn of you," I mean, that's that's really interesting to me.
1: Um, the beginning of a relationship, or the beginning of 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 what was occurring. You know, the, the, oh, the why beginning. are we
0: humming? Is that? Oh, that's sorry. That's a car outside. I'm actually.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm actually a cat, and I'm really content right now. I so, I'm, you, yeah.
0: I, I thought you were purring by, very loudly over there. All of a sudden. And by the way, folks, that same truck
1: sudden. seems to want to buzz that every time we record. It doesn't really matter the time; it seems to know when it's going to be passing by the it's by the museum it's here.
0: Eleven thirty, the recording. Let's drive by. <laughs> right.
1: I sense the recording now. Let me buzz. Yeah.
0: Maybe maybe we should do this recording at dawn. At dawn. At dawn. Yeah. As I like s- an appointment. But dawn. Then,
1: but then they might sense the dawn of us and buzz us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. I looked up dawn because you know we're partial four-letter words. It seems like almost every every it seems like every podcast we've done we've concentrated on a four-letter word. Yeah, and that's uh, true. and that's another one of them. And the root of it is comes from um, Proto Indo European word A G H meaning a day. So it's you know the day. The word Daisy has the same root meaning. You know it means uh, days. Interest- I interesting mm-hmm. right. So it's like I could see the day in you day, right. so this person's whole life is in the other person.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Again, a very important relationship is what we're seeing here. Either it's um, it's ended or it's it's continuing or it, it's a, a very strong connection is what well, I'm reading.
0: Right, and and it, there's another one of the um, I don't know the the uh, juxtaposing juxtaposing things about it. Like mm-hmm. you said, right, is the fact that it is the dawn. Which is the beginning, but it's also about an ending.
1: It does seem right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: um one of my favorite Joy Harjo poems is called Remember and she describes the dawn in that poem, Remember the Sun's birth at dawn. That is the strongest point of time.
1: Right. Right. And sometimes the most uh, poignant part of any situation, relationship, uh, sunrise, sunset, or whatever, a holiday gathering, is the knowledge that it will not last. It will end, and Mm -hmm. it will come to an end. And so, relish in the moment, because Mm -hmm. this will not. Nothing ever lasts. So I feel like that. That is. There's a lesson there as well. Nothing lasts forever.
0: We've gotten really depressing all of a sudden.
1: (laughs) Now I'm gonna sing. Cue the motorcycle cops, <laughs> Ponch and John just left the building, so go get the Go get that. Go get that truck that was buzzing the museum, please.
0: I mean, it's okay to get depressing, but uh, you know, because it, it's a poem that that's pretty serious.
1: Yeah, but you yeah. know, where there's depression, there's non-depression. There's levity. What? So, oh,
0: there we go. I like yeah. levity. Levity. Yeah. I
1: think that'd be a good name for like a, a little girl. Levity. <laughs> hmm. Maybe a maybe a little. Yes. I think that'd be real cute. Hmm.
0: So the uh, mixture of ideas, the juxtaposition, which is you know the word that you were using, that's kind of one of the things that definitely makes us a poem. Um, it has the, the language deviates from you know how we usually use language right in that juxtaposition, and. It's about love that's lost, and then it's remembering the dawning of it, and it's also about forgetting, and how that can be as important as remembering.
1: Yes, yes, and then, uh, uh, like Khalil Gibran said, remembrance is a form of meeting. So it's kind of like, well, I kind of enjoy. I did. i had for, forgotten about that. I'm glad. You know, I'm reminded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, yeah, it's very cool. I think.
0: Do you know who, who never forgets?
1: Uh, I think it's uh, probably that elephant. Uh, that is. Uh, yeah. Is, is it every elephant, or is it just <laughs> one particular elephant? Because I, I.
0: It's the matriarchs.
1: The matriarchs.
0: It's the females that have the best memory.
1: Well, and did you know the societies with matriarchal leadership have the fewest. Conflicts and wars. So you know what? Are we learning something here? Yes, we are. Right. Of course. Okay. There we go.
0: (laughs) There we go. Yeah, the um, matriarchs—they were the ones that had the strongest memory, and um, because that allows them to remember both friends and enemies.
1: I'll be darned. I'll be darned. And
0: they remember the places where. You know, the herd has found food in the past and water where it is.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Digging now, for water. of
0: course, a, a big reason why elephants remember so much is because they have gigantic brains.
1: Gigantic brains. Mm-hmm. And giga- well, 11 pounds. Oh, my goodness.
0: Do you know how, how many pounds the human brain is?
1: Oh, it's it's not 11 pounds. I can tell you no. that. It's, you know, is it, is it basically – isn't it like a, a couple – a pound or two or
0: so? I think it's two pounds. Two pounds. Um, the other – you know, smart mammal besides humans. The dolphin,
1: dolphin. has a
0: brain about the same size as a, as a human.
1: I thought the whale was going to have a comparatively large brain, but maybe not. Dolphins are incredibly smart, yeah. incredibly intelligent. Yeah,
0: two, right? to three, two to three pounds, I think. Right. The other thing is that I read about elephants and their memory is one of the signs of their intelligence, not just because they have a big brain. I mean, you can have a big brain and not be smart. But they have the ability to of self recognition. They can see themselves in the mirror and recognize themselves. I'll
1: be darn. I'll uh-huh. be darn. I find that really poignant. You know, getting on this nature kick, which I love to watch, you know, regularly is elephants. When they come across a, a, a deceased elephant or a pile of bones of a deceased elephant, they tend to linger and caress and pick up the uh, bones, and it's a it's almost like a moment of uh, mourning or sorrow or a funeral, an elephant funeral. Very. Kind of unique, I think. Yeah, you know, it is right, right. So, very interesting. Well, they
0: might just have a fetish about bones,
1: or a fetish about bones. I know some people do. I've seen, I've seen bones around here, people. (laughs) I've seen bones around here, but I don't, I don't think they're human. Around here?
0: What do you mean? The museum?
1: In the museum? Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't come digging with shovels around the, around the, in in the back garden back here, because you know that wouldn't be a cool thing. But I was, you know, speaking of, uh, of, of circles and. This is so strange, Sean, about kind of uh, – ever since I was a teenager, I was thinking – and I wrote this down because I thought, it's the more I know – You
0: were thinking and you wrote it down.
1: I wrote it down because I thought, I don't, don't want to forget. then I thought about I don't writing it down I was so,
0: writing it down while I was thinking
1: – yes, go ahead. And that goes back to our poem because I, did, I wanted to write it down because I didn't want to forget it. <laughs> but it's, the more I know, as far as knowledge, mm-hmm. the more I know, the more I know I don't know. Uh-huh. And I thought – does that make sense to you? Yes, it makes perfect other sense. Other people are like, "What are you saying?" I said, "The more
0: I know, the more I know I don't know." It's just like an elephant who has a self awareness. So, okay, self awareness. Yes, okay. especially the, the matriarch as she gets even older, and has an awareness that there are things that she knows and, and things that she needs to continue to know, and that she passes on to that, the yes. to the. Baby I mean, I've, elephants. I, I've talked to elephants that's one of the reasons I went to college was to learn how to talk to elephants and so well, I've learned this from them oh my goodness well do you, I'll do, be you do you really but really bill mm-hmm. do you know why an elephant can't forget
1: can't forget I should know this uh <laughs> I shall receive this knowledge she has,
0: <clears throat> she has a trunk full of memories <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: Oh, my. I'm glad there are no stakes at the bottom of this pit I keep stepping into because I would be dead. I'd be a bloody mess. <laughs> That's
0: another way that elephants are like humans, isn't it? It's it is, we, that is another many way. Many of us have trunks full of memories. Trunks, trunks full of memories. Do you, yeah. do you know? I um, Somebody once asked Tom Jones if he ever forgot the lyrics to his songs, and do you know what he said?
1: I'm sure he said, <laughs> uh,
0: It's uh, not
1: unusual. World. To forget the words to my song. <laughs> oh my. That was a really
0: bad joke. I'm yeah. sorry for that one.
1: Well, I thought that was going to be really a, joke, a pearl of wisdom. I thought it was going to be a big pearl of wisdom. Hmm.
0: You know, when I was young, uh, my mother had a shirt made for me that the fabric was this green double, double knit and then written all across it in white through over and over and over. The whole material, the whole fabric said... I love Tom Jones. Oh, my. I didn't even know who he was. I mean, I was like 10 or 11 years old. Yeah. But I I wore that shirt to death.
1: Now, is this something someone made? June
0: Paris. June Paris made that. Uh, She used to have a, a fabric shop in her House along with she sold Avon too. She was our Avon lady, right? And uh, she made that she had that fabric on. Do you realize how much that would
1: be worth now? (laughs) I know my god, what a cool thing! I wish
0: I had that shirt.
1: What a cool thing! Along with that Peter Frampton button that you prominently wore. I know, I don't have that either. That which I thought was cool. (laughs) You 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 were the concert promoter, you know, but that was a thing when I was in school too. We'd go to a concert, and Monday, Monday, you'd come back with the t shirt that That, proved you were there, of course. Oh, definitely, yeah,
0: yeah, right. I mean, it wasn't cool for a 10-year-old to have a Tom Jones shirt, but I still love that shirt. Oh, my. Anyway, I wore it over to I June. I have never heard of a garment a... like
1: that in my life. Uh, yeah.
0: It was very unique, but there was a whole bolt of that now,
1: fabric. If you find a, f- a photo of you wearing this, we need to post it on, this, <laughs> yeah. on, this, uh, on our website. We really do. You know, I've do. never
0: searched for that. Tom, I love Tom Jones double knit fabric well, between, from the 70s. Kelly, I need to do that.
1: and, and Betty, and uh, someone can find well, that photo. My sisters and my mom, yeah, yeah we they're, should they're, have that. They're resourceful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at Doris? Help outdoors, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do have one more joke about forgetting. Okay. I'll never forget my grandfather's last words before he kicked the bu- bucket. Uh, he said.
1: Uh, last famously. Do you want to see how
0: fast, far I can kick that bucket? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here I go. Here I go before you kick all the dirt off me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. oh, my goodness. I'll stop with that. Oh. Well, you know, the, the jokes are probably quite a hit with, <laughs> with our with our with our fans, quite a hit, especially with the, with I can't seem to guess the the punchlines. And by the way, why do they call a punchline a punchline? Is it because you if you don't know is you it a get a sucker punched.
0: punch kind of sucker deal? Sucker
1: punch or a you know a, a left hook when you don't get it? I, I don't, don't know, know. It, like a, like a slugabug bug if you don't see the Volkswagen. I don't either. Mm. Somebody
0: somebody get out your rotary dial phone and call us ro- and tell us what the answer to that phone. is. That's
1: right. Yeah. That is right. Oh my goodness!
0: I did look up some other poems that were about dawn, just you know, to see what other people have said about this same theme to go with ours. Of course, I knew the the one by Joy Harjo, which where she mentions it. But there was another one. It was called Triad. It's by a woman named Adelaide Crapsy. Hmm. Yeah, That's very a very unfortunate right. last name. Who, <laughs> eighteen seventy eight to nineteen fifteen, she died of TB. Oh but what was interesting about her was that she invented. You know, have you ever heard of that form of poetry called the cinquain? Cinquain, cinquain. I
1: but I have now. Yeah, synquin. Well, okay.
0: it is a um, five-line poem, and each line has a different purpose and has different syllables in it. And she in- invented a version of that that had twenty-two syllables. And this this is kind of a, an interesting poem. It's called Triad. These be three silent things. The falling snow, the hour before the dawn, the mouth of one just dead.
1: Wow! Yeah, very image of evoking. Yeah, right.
0: Big downer, but big yeah, downer, really but also, good. but
1: also very meditative. You know, it's like yes. those are very quiet, quiet things. things. Quiet things. The
0: hour before the dawn. The
1: hour before the dawn. Yeah. It does seem quiet. Even the birds seem to be silent. My yeah. stomach's
0: growling right now, um, but I don't no, know if was the a, microphone that, was a, that up.
1: Uh, that was a truck. That was, a, that was not Sean's stomach. That was a truck. No, that really yeah. was.
0: That really was my
1: stomach. <laughs> you know, that used to happen to me during tests in school. It never failed, you know, that uh, I'd be sitting there and I'd be passing out the paper at a quiet time, and here we go, on cue. <laughs> But I was listening to a woman on PBS, a doctor, who said that you know we should not be ashamed of our stomachs growling because it's a sign of a healthy functioning GI system, and it's it should be just a, a joyful sound. We should rejoice in it and just awesome. be happy. So there we go. Uh-huh. I'm going to start healthy, doing that. Say
0: functioning GI
1: system. G-GI, your, your stomach's doing what it should be doing. It's it, it's passing food along and uh, uh, sorting it out and so forth. And it's a
0: On, on the flip thing. side is you're just starving yourself. You're starving
1: yourself and you really want a, a burger and fries or something right now. or Because
0: yeah. stomach growling always, always reminds me of high school and sitting in the class with wrestlers who were pulling weight. Oh. So they were starving themselves, and that's all we could uh, hear was the their stomachs, their stomachs their when we were sitting there. I know
1: they probably went to the Sonic Drive-in after oh. or wherever after. Oh class well, as soon
0: as they yeah, as soon as they got off the scale, it was to the food. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you chew guys, make sure you chew, <laughs> right? Uh. <laughs> so,
0: um, so two ideas in the poem. You know, we've been talking about the dawn idea and um, and the thinking idea. I was also thinking about thinking caps. I was thinking about thinking caps. I thinking put on caps. my thinking cap.
1: Thinking cap. Yeah. Okay.
0: You know that phrase.
1: Yes, I do. I like I, that phrase. It is. You know. I wonder if that's related to when you have to wear a dunce cap, which was a horrible, you know, thing that back in when every day. But putting on a thinking cap. I. Is there was there ever such a thing as a thinking cap, and when you put it on, it facilitated I, neurological activity. I
0: think? don't think so. When I was mm. looking this up, I just found that it was first referred to in 1821. And it was somebody who had written in a paper, and they said, We advise the editor to put his thinking cap on before he hazards such assertion. Another oh. another such assertion. Ooh,
1: that was a diss. Yeah. That was a diss back oh, in the I day. Oh, I know. Dare th- how darest thou yeah. speak of me in that manner?
0: Again, I I've kind of felt like this was Reddit saying to me, We advise <laughs> you to put your thinking cap on before you hazard another such hazard assertion. Hazard another such thing. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh interesting interesting it was
0: also there was also an earlier term called considering cap
1: considering 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 cap cap. yeah that sounds a little more considerate
0: yes that one was used in the the 16th century by this guy who was was apparently a a comic comedian and he was writing about a a cobbler making these shoes By and by comes the gentleman in his white linen boot hose, ready to the purpose. A pox of lazy cobblers, says he. My boots, shall I forfeit a bond for your pleasure? The cobbler puts off his considering cap. Why, sir, says he, I sent them home, but now.
1: Mm I want some white linen boot hose. I know that sounds very very cool.
0: I want to say a pox of lazy cobblers.
1: A pox of lazy cobblers. Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Put on his considering cap.
1: I'll be darn. I wonder if he did that. <laughs> hmm. I'll would, be darned.
0: What would a thinking cap or a considering cap look like? I think he
1: it would did. be tight tight fitting. Tight fitting to what? sort of contain the thoughts from escaping okay. and you know helping to bounce off of the. I, I picture. Would it
0: be made out of double knit?
1: I think it's made out of rubber what? and 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 it would have those plastic daisies like the beautiful swim caps in this. Oh, have you I see. You Esther those?
0: Williams and, Did I say that right? Was it was it, it, Esther, it Williams? Was Esther Williams? Yeah. She was
1: the diver. Yeah. Indeed. Uh-huh. Indeed. And that I remember swim caps of this of this style actually. Yes.
0: As I was thinking if, I was just thinking it would be green double knit with white Words over and over saying, I and, love Tom Jones. And
1: matching the Tom Jones yeah. shirt. Was that a shirt or a blouse, by the way, Sean? Remind me, what was it a shirt or a blouse that was made for you? Is, or was it a dress? Does
0: a blouse have to have buttons?
1: Oh, this is a conundrum. Um, What's
0: the difference between a shirt and a blouse?
1: I would think buttons would be the difference. Don't blouses all have or, buttons? I don't know. Buttons and blouses. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. We don't know a whole lot in we, this episode. No, we don't. Someone's going to educate us, and, you know, or, or or have us put on our considering caps somebody before we start another podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Somebody might have a whole other idea of what the dawn of you means. The dawn of you.
1: That, that sounds I mean, like there's got to be a song, the dawn of you. Well, there must be a song.
0: Okay. I tried to find something, you know, because every time we, we pick something that's been written in the museum, I do Google it a little bit because I want to make sure it's not something that's already out there, you know, and somebody just plagiarized or just trying to be sure of what certain phrases mean and things like that. And I did Google Dawn of You, Mm -hmm. and there was a song by this Canadian singer-songwriter named Jan van Hamel in 1971, Hmm, but I couldn't find it to listen
1: to. That sounds like the perfect name of a song, The Dawn of
0: You. Dawn, that's what the it per- was. Okay. Yeah. So there Yon, we Jan made that song, okay. Mr., Mr. Van Hamel. Okay. Back in 1971. It was on RCA Victor. That was a good I year. Saw a little, yeah. Yeah, 71. 71. I saw yeah. a little um, uh, 45 record picture of it, but nobody has a version that you can listen to. I I'll also be... found a song called Misty Memories that had the line in it, We Dream of Memories, The Dawn of You and Me.
1: We Dream of Memories.
0: The dawn of you speaking and me. of
1: dreaming of memories in the 70s do you remember the song of the siren did I dream you dreamed about me
0: no I don't remember that a,
1: a, a beautiful I song uh, I will uh, the name of the song is the song of the siren or from the siren and one of the fr- lyrics is did I dream you dreamed about me it's that circle again hmm. so we'll have to yeah who's that by? It was by a, a male singer. I wish I could. Van Hamel? It was. It was. It was featured in in, in a movie, um, the, the Lovely Bones. I don't know if you remember. If, uh, ten years ago, the Lovely Bones. Yes. The Cocteau twins did a version. Another version of it. Hmm. The song, Song of the Siren.
0: Okay. Well, that, luring
1: but, the sailor to his doom. Well, of course, yeah, right.
0: with their beautiful song, right, exactly. right into the rocks, right into crash. The rocks. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, they probably deserved it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this song "Misty Memories" I found was by the somebody named Baggy Burgundy.
1: Now there's a name
0: I know, and I was googling my like, well, who is this Baggy Burgundy? And yeah. he apparently only did a couple of things because every time I googled it, all it came up with was Baggy Burgundy Baggy pants. Baggy
1: Burgundy, Sounds and like pictures burg-
0: of Baggy Burgundy pants.
1: Sounds like a very colorful drag name. I'm if we have that somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my! Oh goodness! Right by Cherry Divine. Mixed is Baggy Burgundy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Another another uh, uh, lyric that I love from one of my favorite bands. Um, it, it was it just went from one to the other. People, we just changed lanes again. <laughs> um, but the the lyric goes: the whisper of your scream. You just
0: passed me in the wrong side. I just, I
1: just passed you in the. Wrong, but I'm left-handed, so oh. I can do that. Oh, I see how that is. The whisper of your scream, side. Through the air, I thought you. So we have whispers, screams, and sighs in what? one sentence. Where
0: did that come from? Yeah,
1: uh, it? it's it's called um, uh, "The Ghost in You" by one of my favorite. The name of the song is "The Ghost in You" by the uh, Susie and the Banshees. And oh, the whisper of your screams sighed through the air, and you know she wrote this song basically about the Tiananmen Square um, massacre and uh, the, the valiance, uh, the bravery of the people that tried to prevent you know that communism. From in Tiananmen Square, I thought that was interesting, but then that was back when I was again very, you know, overthinking things and into my deep thoughts and social justice. I've gotten over that, folks. <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> you're just allowed. Everything's just a free for all now. Free for not. You're, nah, you're, just, much. you're yeah. just beyond. I'm just making I'm just I'm carrying, I'm
1: carrying thoughts in my trunk and putting on my putting on my considering cap and moving along. <laughs> Your trunk of memories. Trunk of memories. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'll never forget the day I got married.
1: I, imagine, I know. I imagine, I've, try, I've yeah. tried everything.
0: You're Alcohol, you're drugs, tried everything. hypnosis. I, I tried can't everything. forget it.
1: But then you lost about 200 pounds pretty quickly the year or whatever. whatever that, you know, that's how you lost 200 pounds pretty quickly. You got, that, you got divorced or something. Isn't that how it goes? Oh.
0: You know, now, I, I, I thought you were going to start talking about my weight. No, we were going to get in a oh, fistfight oh, oh, here right. you'd the ki- You'd be hearing all
1: kinds of things. I, I do have a twin sister, and she does, at, at most receptions she goes to, she shakes the bride's hand. She says, congratulations. You know, I'm a Firm believer in getting that first marriage out of the way <laughs> and she likes to look at their response
0: oh, for my. me it was the first and only
1: the first and only yeah. you know if it doesn't take it doesn't take that's right. been there done that right <laughs> understood and that's
0: probably what happened with this bo- oh my stomach's really growling now you didn't hear that
1: i'm sorry I'm, i must be making we talking about food and making you hungry here we need, we'll talk about something else but
0: well um i i <laughs> I forgot. What well, I was no, you were say. talking about
1: you're talking about the. the, the let me interject here. This we, is this is where I save people, the situation. People,
0: we don't really we haven't edited this program, and uh, maybe maybe you've noticed,
1: or maybe you haven't, and, and that's and that's the brilliance of this of this program. Is like, wow, they, the editing is amazing. I mean, they just seamlessly go from one thing to the next. Yeah, you know? But
0: we, I think we've wrapped around and talked all around this poem, and. Uh, I think that's – we need to call it a wrap now.
1: Call it a wrap? Yeah. A thinking cap wrap? Yes. but it, We're, yeah. I, I've enjoyed this, and thank you for letting me choose this one. We had two choices, and I really liked this one. The mm-hmm. other one had to do with pinwheels and eyes, which we may do next week. I'm not sure, but, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I was going to
1: also let you know I'm wearing my purple haze shades today, so I see I see things differently today <laughs> than I usually do. So next week, I'll, who knows what I'll be wearing. Those are, those are very attractive. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. <John. laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yes, have a good week. Spread the word. Absolutely.